to the Love of Dirt podcast. I'm Nikki and I'm your host and today I'm going to be talking about tree roots invading your veggie patch. Hey guys, welcome back to another week. Uh, today I want to talk about uh, tree roots invading your veggie patch. So when we first moved to our block here, I thought long and hard about the positioning of our veggie patch, where we were going to put it. I was considering things like sunlight in the varying seasons. I was thinking about wind protection as we live on a hill and it can be quite damaging to the garden. And I thought about overall positioning when it comes to easy kitchen access. I was looking at design and layout and um, figuring out the best place to put it in the small space that we had. But the one thing that I completely overlooked was the resource-hungry neighbouring trees in the park next door. So I think it only took one season for me to realise that my garden beds weren't performing as well as they normally would. And at the time I just thought, oh, maybe I've had my compost isn't right. Um, Maybe there's just something off. It wasn't until I made a straw bale garden right next to my little raised bed and it was at the end of its lifespan. So I started to pull it apart to put it in the compost bin and I noticed it was just full of tree roots. So I'm not exactly sure what this tree is called. I know someone's told me in the past, but I've forgotten what it is. Uh, I believe it's a part of the mulberry family. So their roots can be quite invasive. Um, All I really know about this tree is it has these super fine feeder roots that stretch way at least five meters beyond its canopy. And it it took me ages to figure out where these roots were coming from. Basically, what it does is uh, the tree roots go up into the garden beds. It even goes up into pots if I've got pots just sitting directly on the ground. And it just sucks the moisture and nutrients straight out of the soil. So this particular tree is a deciduous tree. So it is particularly bad in the warmer months, not so bad in the winter when it's dormant, Um, but it's not our tree and we can't do anything about it. And to be perfectly honest, I, I do love the birds that it brings the shade and the protection from the wind. Um, so really I need needed to figure out a solution to work around this tree and not to try and get rid of it. Um, after all, it was here first. It's a quite established tree. It's quite big and it's it's a beautiful tree. So I wanted to talk about the thing that we first tried. And the first thing was um, putting a layer of geofabric under the soil. Um, so basically on the base of the raised bed. I believe I got this idea from maybe an episode of Gardening Australia. Um, I think from memory it was Millie. She was putting down a barrier to protect against a nearby gum tree. Um, so I thought, okay, I'll give this, give this a a go. So I pulled out all of the soil out of my raised beds and aligned them with geofabric. It was a huge job, huge, huge job. And, um, I felt really good after doing it. Anyway, it wasn't until I had to relocate one of these beds. Um, we'd upgraded from a small size to, we wanted to have a bigger bed in this space, particular space, um, that I found, the tree roots had just completely penetrated through the geofabric. So I realized this geofabric is not an option for this particular tree. 
And because the roots are so fine, I, I don't even think having extra layers would have helped. I think it would have eventually gotten through. So maybe not as quickly. I think it was about six months that I had put the geofabric to when we moved it and I'd found this. So let's talk about other solutions. Seeing as the geofabric didn't work in my situation, um, what are some other solutions if you've got problems with invasive tree roots? I guess the best solution is finding another spot. So rethinking your positioning. Can you move your garden beds to a better position away from this offending tree? And if it's not an option, and that is the case for us, it's time to get a little bit creative. In our situation, um, we'd already invested a lot of money in the infrastructure, money, time, etc., in setting up these wooden, custom wooden raised beds specifically designed for this area so we didn't want to relocate them so what we've done instead is we've opted to convert these garden beds into wicking beds so retrofitting them with some pond liner under the base so the tree roots can't get in I have um, a few resources on my website um, in regards to setting up a wicking bed. You can head on over to loveduck.com.au and, and search for wicking beds and it, it will come up or look for the show notes for this podcast and I'll link it directly there. If you're a dirt lover, I also have video tutorials on a couple of wicking bed setups that we've done in our space if you're interested in learning more about it. So in terms of garden beds that aren't raised beds, so maybe you've got um, what I call a dead zone where nothing will grow because the tree is just sucking the life out of things. Um, again, in our situation, we did have a go of using a layer of geofabric with the soil on top and it proved just to be uh, pointless. It really was pointless. So it didn't work. Um, the, the tree roots still managed to somehow get up and into it and just really um, destroy that soil essentially. Um, so instead now what we do is we just opt for plants in this area that can handle less water, that can handle less nutrients and move the other plants that that do like those things to a favorable location for those. So it sort of comes to a point where you really just have to think creatively about what you have rather than working against it. So I would love to know if you've had some problems with some neighboring tree roots and what you've done to combat issues of them taking resources from your garden. So please head on over to our website, lovedirt.com.au and leave a comment on the podcast notes to give us some tips. Um, you might help someone else who is in a similar situation. Until next week, guys, I will talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Love of Dirt podcast. If you love this episode, please leave a review to subscribe, check out other episodes or grab some of my free food growing resources. Head on over to loveofdirt.com.au forward slash podcast.